Welcome to All Dollars No Cents, a show for the 1% and the other 99% too. Here's Josh Altman and Kevin Klein. Josh Altman right there, Kevin Klein right here, another episode of All Dollars No Cents. How the hell are you, bud? Oh, I'm I'm stressed, Kev. I'm no, you're stressed. not. No, you're not. Stop it. Are you serious? You're in a you're in a tropical. Uh, you look like you're uh, off to Hawaii after this episode. <laughs> this, yeah, you, this is instead of you know a long time ago. I I wrote off vacations. Yeah, and I decided I, I want to try to be successful. And uh, yeah, so now instead of going on vacations, I wear vacation clothes in the office. That is, listen. So many useful tips that have come up uh, <laughs> since we've been doing these episodes, and I'll tell you that's something. Think about that. You don't actually have to go anywhere. Uh, you, you just put on a Hawaiian shirt and work a long day. And part of you feels like, uh, hey, I got away. I mean, and, you know, obviously tighten the sleeves a little bit sure. on this Hawaiian shirt. It need, needed to get a custom fit. So it's real tight. You know how I like it. Uh, yeah, well, well, it's nice of you to take a break uh, from from working out to do an episode. In fact, I was reading some of the comments and someone said, can Josh get out of the gym and uh, and do another episode of the show? And I said, I don't know. Uh, the guy is. And, and look. We've talked about this before, but you don't not work this job so you can work out. You'll actually uh, sometimes it's it's like six in the morning and you're already done with the workout for the day because you've got the busy day. I want to point out when we were getting this episode ready to go. It was nonstop, as it always is, nonstop phone calls, text messages, big deals and Everything is immediate. Every like like a doctor, right? Everything's an emergency. Someone needs to see a house right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was it. And, and it's always that way. Oh, they're leaving town. This is the only time they can see it. They teach you in real estate school or they don't. But you learn very quickly when you're out of it and you have your 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 license that whenever you want to show a house, it's the most important thing in the world. The people are only here for today. If we can't get in today, they're choosing another house. I mean, it's so funny. The point where it gets to where you're like, it's fine. I'll show you the house, but you don't have to lie to me. Right, right, like, right. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, it know? becomes everyone's top priority. And then when you've got to deal with 47 people's top priority that day, yeah. then you have to prioritize that. Uh, the a theme for the episode today, I thought, which would be a good one, uh, as you are an athlete, an athletic guy, is when to play offense versus when to play defense. Ooh, there's, I like that. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, thank you. Uh, I was hoping you'd say that or else <laughs> I'd be out of here by now. But there's so many different uh, times you have to make the move to either be super aggressive and or, or like you've said before, and it depends on market, it depends on specific deals, I'm sure, when to be on the defense and and protect the clients or protect the business or whatever it was. One of the themes we talked about this year going into 2020, you said you wanted to kind of do less, right? You wanted to do less, but 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 do what you were focusing on, make it bigger, make it better. Do right? less, accomplish more. Yeah. That's what it is. It's working smarter, not harder, which is extremely difficult. And anybody will, who, who tries to do that will tell you it's, it, it's, it's juggling. You know, look, we have multiple, multiple businesses that we run in real estate. We have the show. We have the speaking engagements. We have the podcast. We have our investments, our flips, our development opportunities, selling $500 million a year, this and that. So it's like at some point. You got to figure out what's working for you and what's not necessarily not working, but is it worth your time to pursue that and continue to do it where you can just be the best in the world at one single thing? And so the entrepreneurial part of me wants to constantly come out with different ideas, different businesses. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's invest in this. But at the end of the day, especially when I'm, I'm laying in bed with my wife and 
I've missed seeing my kids for another two or three days because I've been working on stop. It's like, is it worth it to do that other stuff? So it's a fine line. And that's that's definitely my goal this year. And it seems like you've been accomplishing it. We're only a few months into the year. But if you think about it, you've you actually you say you've done less work smarter, not harder. But then I see you've launched like a new initiative, the the uh, Josh Altman uh, boot camp, right? Where all of a sudden you have realtors from all over the country coming here to kind of get a sense of what it's like to, to be in your shoes for a weekend, see properties, take back tips. I think something like you had a 99.9 approval rating from everyone who was here. I think the only person that maybe complained was your wife because uh, you weren't home as much. But it, it seemed like, and everyone left, you know, it was, it was almost... A, almost Tony Robbins-esque, it seemed like. It was it was motivation as much as it was education. Yeah, so what we did, we had uh, people came in from all over the world. We had a, a big event at the office on Friday night. Saturday morning, we had five different speakers that were all heavy hitter speakers uh, teaching you not only everything from building your business and picking up clients and, and closing deals and listing appointments and this and that, but also the head game part of it and the business side of it and how to build your real estate business. And then we went to go see like 200 million in properties between four houses. Uh, and then we did, we had another five people or so the next morning, multiple dinners and meals throughout. It was like a very VIP experience of 35 people that I wanted to spend those two and a half days with. Like I, I have been to so many conferences where it's, you sign up, you get there, you think you're getting something and you don't. Right. Or or the guy shows up or the, the, the lady shows up that you're going to see and you see them for 30 minutes and they leave. For me, it was like, look, I'm not doing this particularly for the money. Obviously, you know, money makes the world go round, but more of the fact that like I, I want to see if I can accomplish something with their lives and businesses by spending the time that they need and turning them into absolute real estate killers. Well, the guy you hired as your lookalike that spent the weekend with them was a was really impressive. I mean, he looked an awful lot like he was very. It was very nice of you to do that. Uh, we were actually speaking of gym. I actually was going to rent out the gym and have everybody work out with me at six a.m. in the morning. That's so funny. As like a team activity. Right, right. This is right. This is how I start the day. Yeah. This is my time for myself. We didn't like- do that, but maybe we'll do that on the next one. You know, uh, I want to tell you last night. I'm a little tired because sometimes I just start watching a documentary, which yeah. I love watching. Oh boy. And I can't turn it off. Was it a murder one? No. So that no, that's usually what my wife watches to right. just just so she knows how to kill me. Hey, I always right. feel like they're taking notes and they'll be like, okay, so that's what I need to do. All right, that's where I'll put them. Got it. But like, I, I watch this. Connor McGregor's notorious documentary on Netflix. And, you know, I, I I obviously I know who he is. I've seen the guy, he's a champion, but like I didn't really know what went into it. I couldn't turn it off. And what was really interesting to me was something that he said, which I, I re-round and woke up my wife and I said, you, you got to watch this line. Because sure she, was she always, you know, Heather's like, why do you got to go to the gym this morning? Why right. do you got to be at the gym? And for me, it's not because I'm trying to be a bodybuilder. I'm a 40-year-old average, uh, yeah. you know. Above average. A little above average guy. But Slightly. It's, and because Conor McGregor said, if I don't train... I don't feel right. I feel like something's wrong with me. I get antsy and I'm not in the headspace that I need to be in. That is the exact way that I feel. If I don't go to the gym at six in the morning, do my stretches, uh, you know, work out, sweat, I don't feel like I wake up that day. Yeah. 
And so it, it, it's, it's, I don't have a choice at this point. And, and you're very much, and you've been this way for a while, um, you should always be the best version of yourself at any given time because you don't necessarily know when you could meet the next client who's got a billion-dollar house they're trying to unload. Or just because you have to truly believe, you know, we've talked about the fake it till you make it mentality. And it doesn't matter. He's a fighter. You're in real estate. Someone listening to this could be an auto mechanic, right? It's, it's putting yourself in the best position mentally, physically is part of it, but it sounds almost more like this was a mental thing for him than a physical thing, but to, to succeed in whatever it is you need to do that day. His work ethic was incredible. So that's why I watched this because I just couldn't turn it off because I, I see a lot of what I try to do mentally with what he does. Obviously, I'm not a fighter. I mean, what he does physically is insane. But the fact that, you know, he gets beat up in a ring and then 24 hours later, he's back in the gym training again for the next one. But what was really interesting to me was his mindset. And from day one, when he had no money, he was broke. He was, you know, uh, 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 you know, was at the bottom of the barrel. And he said, I'm going to be a champion. I'm going to be the champion of the UFC. I'm going to get there and this is how I'm going to do it and just went and did it and never changed his mindset. And even his trash talking, he would do throughout his entire career, but also when he was not on camera, where he would constantly just say, I'm the best in the world. I'm the best in the world. I'm the best in the world. No one can beat me and constantly say that to the point where his, his I don't know if it was his wife or his girlfriend, then when they were interviewing her, it's like you say it so much that you just believe it at yeah. that point. Wow. And so that's what, you, th there's no other way. So that was really interesting. Uh, it's funny because I've been seeing you talking to the mirror and telling uh, the mirror how attractive you are for years. Uh, and I wasn't sure why you were doing that. And that's now, it. You put it out there. You put it out there. You start to believe it. Uh, it's it's remarkable, but it's the, it's the mentality. It's the winning mentality. When you get a house, when you get a, walk into a new house for the very first time, maybe it's not even a house that you know that you're going to be you know, uh, hired to try to sell, you have to not only convince the person that you're going to be able to sell it, no problem, and get them more than they want or the right amount. You have to truly believe it yourself. You have to know going in, this is what will sell this house, and I know I can do it. I walk into every listing appointment, even today, after $4 billion of real estate sold, I walk in overly prepared, like it's a fight, like Conor McGregor, McGregor would walk into the ring, uh, I'm on my game, 110%, no room for error. I walk in there to win and I leave thinking that I won and, and, and almost making the sellers have no choice but to choose. Like I assume that I got the listing even before you do, even before I do, yeah. I just start working to sell the listing. Yeah. Uh, it's just something I do. I'm like, all right, well, listen, I'm just going to set up uh, the photographer, the drone, the video. Also, I'm going to bring this person by. I know he's looking for a house in this area. I just go. Right. And look, I don't get every listing. I get probably more than most people. But, you know, there are times where they're like, whoa, 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 easy. You know, we got more people than me, like slow down. But a lot of the time people are like, why would I say no to this guy? Right. He's already he's already done. He's already He's doing it. He's ready to rock and right. roll. And that is, so that's the offense, right? So we talk offense, defense. And and that's got to change, I would imagine, not only on a deal-by-deal -deal basis, right? 
market is different. Sometimes people freak out about things. You go, let's go defense. You're, you're, I would argue probably 70, 30 offense defense. Would you say more than that? Yeah, because, because in order to be as aggressive as we are, you have to be a guns blazing offense Mm -hmm. because we take lots of shots. Right, that any athlete, any anything like that, and we spoke about and you know, big I, shots, by the way, not just like big, you know, shots. big shots, right? Because you got to go. Like, we go for the hail marys all the time, way more than most people. And it, you know, of course, they don't happen all the time, but when they do, it happens more often than others because we go for it. But our we attack. That is our offense, and it's way more important than our defense. So I agree that that seventy thirty is probably the cut. And that would be different potentially for other people. Was there a time you can think of where you had to go switch to defense for whatever the reason was, right? Even either a specific deal or, or a time in the, in the business where you're like, let's go. And I don't even think defense necessarily means like we've always said defense wins ballgames, right? So like having a strong defense is also pretty important. Um, So I'm not even saying to be more conservative or to say, let's, Let's cut back, but maybe there was a time where you're like, we now need to be. I, I would imagine when you're representing um, um, sellers, right? I mean, sometimes you have to be very de- defensive, right? Uh, on the on that, you have to be deals. very defensive, or you have to be soft offensive. And it's interesting that you said that defense wins games, right? So markets dictate how much offense you're going to be doing and how much defense. So this market that we're in right now. It's a funky market. We have 100 million in escrow right now. I'm having one of the best months of our career. Two months ago, I had one of the worst months of our (laughs) career. That's how crazy this market is. I lost a deal the other day because the market dipped. Uh, It was a $14.5 million escrow. My buyer called me up and said, uh, because of this carnivorous uh, virus, he said, the stock market tanked. I lost $5 million yesterday. He says, I'm out. I'm like, dude, I've been showing this guy houses for eight months. We finally found the house he wanted and the price and negotiated it. And he pulled out of the deal. But so there's different, of course, markets, different way to approach stuff. But I do believe in the current market that we're in right now and the economy that we're in right now, it's very important to be over offense. Right. Aggressive. Aggressive And you found that this year specifically, I mean, just going back even a few months, like I, I read something the other day, and this is Southern California, but I think it actually applies to a lot of other places in the country as well. Home sales, I think we're up 7%, right? Wow. Yeah. Did you actually, wait, yeah. you I, researched I, I something real estate? I, I prepped for this show, okay? Did you? Oh, uh, you saw Heather's Instagram. No, I, I, I read the article. I was two days ahead of Heather. She's, she, should be, she may be stealing from me at this point. Uh, and, that's, and that's wild because, and I've said to you, and you've been spot on, I've been saying to you for years, uh, any chance it's going to slow down anytime soon? Any chance it's going to dip? And you just keep saying, no, no, not at, you know, uh, yeah, maybe at some price, maybe there's a period where the 20 to $30 million houses aren't selling as well, but the $2 million houses are selling great and the 50 million plus houses are selling great. Yeah, which is pretty much what what is happening right now. I almost picture it like an old clock tower. Right. Like in the back of this office over here is some like rusty giant machine and there's one switch that I have to either pull back a little notch or push forward the Altman brother rush. Right. And like so recently, I was like, all right, Matt, all aboard. I was like, all right, Matt, all aboard. And and we like turn it up, push it one heavy, like we all push it one notch forward. That's kind of like our mentality. And right now, 
we've pushed it forward. It's uh, it's truly remarkable to think about it because you know people listen and we see the comments uh, from people that listen to the show that actually aren't even in real estate at all. They just like hearing the motivation that you have, and that starts internally, even in just what you saw with Conor McGregor in the documentary. You you provide that also. I see you do it with the coworkers and people who follow you on Instagram. They see you get excited. You couldn't almost more excited than you do get for yourself when one of your uh, employees. Uh, one of one of your coworkers sells a property, maybe their biggest one ever. They get their biggest commission check ever, but the motivation truly does start within, and you got to motivate yourself. You got to believe it, and then from that, once you kind of know what your value is, because I think a lot of people forget about properties; they have their value wrong. They're undervaluing themselves. They're undervaluing maybe their time. They're undervaluing their potential, and one of the things I think you've done better than most, and I think it's clearly evident in, in the way that you are now successful in business, et cetera, you put a value on yourself. You probably overvalued yourself early on, I would say, but then you've kind of lived into your potential. You, you've made your value, the value you put on yourself, you've proven, I, I gave myself the right evaluation. <laughs> nicest thing I ever said to you. So, just said the nicest thing I've ever said to Josh. He, he, he's got a, he's in the middle of uh, how big is his house right? Now? How expensive? Uh, I mean, it's 20, an eight million dollar eight million dollar house. Okay, it's not a, even it's, it's not it's even a twenty million dollar house. It's, it's an NFL tuned, superstar just texted me. You tuned me out for an eight million dollar house? That's unacceptable. Twenty million, I think. I've been to dinners with you before. I haven't seen you the entire meal. At least at the end of the meal, you go, I just sold a $50 million house. Like, all right, all right, fine. Now, now $8 million houses? I was just talking about, you put a value on your. I think you overvalued yourself early. You said, this is my value. 100% overvalued myself early. No question have, about but it. But you have to. And in fact, that the response to that was, this kid is cocky. Yeah. This kid uh, thinks he's, you know, better than he is or whatever, but you have to have that mindset. It's okay to overvalue yourself. It's way more important to overvalue yourself than to undervalue yourself. 100%. And what you've said about everything cuz everything art, houses, you've always said this, something is only worth as much as someone is willing to pay for it. And on the flip side, when you're going to come up with whatever your personal value is, right? You get to set that price. And if you undervalue, people will take advantage. And if you put yourself at a valuation of this is where I need to be, you almost live into that value. Yeah. You, you grow into that value. A hundred percent you do. You know, I do speaking engagements all over the world. I probably do 40 keynotes a year. And uh, without getting too much into it, let's just say in the beginning of my career, I charged blank. Mm -hmm. And at some point, you start to think mentally like, well, I, I think I'm pretty damn good at this. Right. I'm going to raise the price because there's no one telling you you should or shouldn't raise the price. I mean, it's on you. You have to believe in it. You have to believe in your value and the, and the education that you're bringing to that conference, for instance, and you go for it. And it may or may not work, but if you, if you believe in it and you say no to the people who aren't willing to pay you that, then, you know, that's your new value and people eventually will see that and they will pay. And so like, and that's with all these speakers on this circuit, their yeah. prices go higher and higher every year, just right. like rent, just like anything else. Right. The more you do it, the bigger you get. Uh, so it's interesting why you say that. Well, it's also like, but you have to find the right time to do it. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you got, you got to be good. 
you got well, you got to be good. You have to believe in it. You have to truly. That's the hardest part, I think, for a lot of people is to get rid of whatever self doubt they have, which everyone has to a certain extent in whatever it is that they do, and to build up the other parts, the confident parts, and the value, build them up enough that the other things don't matter as much. And when you're getting paid an hour to speak, they're really not paying you for the hour. They're paying you for the, as you said, five billion dollars of hours you've spent selling property, right? Oh yeah. You're 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 there physically for an hour, but they're paying they're what they're paying for is the years. Of oh, experience. not only the years, the hundred deals more that that brokerage is going to do that year because of the couple hundred people in the audience that yeah. listen that got remotivated to go out there and hit it hard again because that's you know the majority of the emails i get and the people after the conference go oh my god i didn't even think about that you know i was down and out for a little while this you know gave me the motivation to keep going and 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 push forward so like that's the value listen whatever they pay any of these speakers if it's a successful gig they're going to get way more than anything like that. But I don't want to talk about like what we get paid or this or that. But just in general. Uh, it's $6 million a minute. I've seen his uh, receipts. you got to be crazy. good. And that's in real estate too. I always say this at the end of the day. We pride ourselves on being the best real estate agents in Los Angeles, period. Mm-hmm. We study the market. We take it very seriously. And once you hit that certain uh, level, people call you because they know your reputation is the best and you don't mess around. If there was a let's make a deal game show for realtors in Southern California and they, and it would be similar to let's make a deal uh, or price is right, excuse me, where they show a pile of dirt in this zip code, you think you would be the best at being able to, let's say you, six other random realtors in the city and, and it, it's a house, this square footage, this no zip one, code. No one, you know what? I think that's a great TV show idea. Would be a great show. That is the show you're going to come out with. And it's going to be a real estate show. And whoever guesses, well, no, because you won't know till it sells. But I, I, yes, I do think that I'm the best when it comes to pricing. I yep. can tell you down to, and I'm talking about multi-million dollar properties. I can tell you down, and I've said this before, down to $100,000 Delta on what it sells for dirt house whatever so it could be what's this house oh it's about five i'll say like it's 4.6 and it will sell between 4.5 and 4.7 million i know for sure yeah and you're right like a crazy amount of the time a crazy amount of the time and i'll tell you rubbing off on your wife because she was talking to me about something the other day that was listed at under a million which is impossible to find 9.99 and she goes but i'll tell you what it's going to sell at they're listing it here but here's what it's going to sell it and she gave me the prediction and I think two days later, she's like, remember the number I said? I just got the, that cash offer. Seven offers on that property, by the way. Seven. Seven in now. 24 hours. No, now, no, every day, like two more offers come in. That price point is insane right, because in LA. That, because everyone feels. Oh, I got a million dollar right, house in they, LA. Right, they can taste it. And then next thing you know, the house that was on the market for nine ninety nine, ninety nine, nine nine, right, is is one point two. It's a one point two million dollar <laughs> house. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's been all dollars, no sense. Josh Altman, right there. Kevin Klein, right here. Remember, uh, put a little bit more effort into the offense, but play defense when you must, and uh, and value yourself appropriately. If you are undervalued right now, and there's a good chance you are, you get to set your own price. So make yourself more valuable. As always, thanks for hanging out with us. Hopefully, you learned a thing or two. Check out the previous episodes. And uh, for all things Josh Altman, including the YouTube shows, which have been amazing as of late, 
Uh, you can check that out. Um, all things Josh Altman, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, and uh, you can find me at the Kevin Klein. Uh, the Kevin well. Klein is a legend. Uh, that's all. That's actually all the YouTube and and uh, Instagram and everything you need is is with Kevin. I'm oh, just his sidekick. Over he's overselling now. This he's overvalued. Uh, <laughs> we'll do this again. And uh, until then, Josh Altman. There. What do we say? We came up with a good uh, catch for a good. We came up with a good close last time. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, Josh Altman there. Kevin Klein here. Uh, time. To, uh, I say bye. Buy, that's it? You say or sell. Oh, buy or sell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, okay. Nailed go, it. Again. go again, go again, go again. Uh, Kevin Klein uh, here, Josh Allman over there. Until next time, buy or sell. Nailed it. One take. <laughs>